Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we give a voice to the women whose story is meaningful. Then we share their story as they shine, giving you permission to shine as well. Today's guest is Pia Bucci. Pia, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much for this opportunity, and I couldn't be happier with the invitation. So it's a pleasure speaking to you, Susan. Well, first of all, I note the beautiful accent. I absolutely love it. Clearly, you're Italian, correct? Well, I'm actually Brazilian, but I have family from Italy. <laughs> so it's the Brazilian accent that you can hear. <laughs> I love it. Well, with that said, I should ask you, is it Buki or Bucci? It's Bucci. Bucci. I love yes. it. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> well, so welcome to the show. I usually don't know my guests, which is good, and I don't want to get to know them until we are recording. Um, so I'm excited to learn more about you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Of course, of course. So I'm Brazilian, as you saw from the accent. I grew up between Rio and Miami. So as you can imagine, I love a sunny day. Um, so my family and I, we moved to the U.S. when I was about 10. I studied there all the way up to high school. And then when I was 18, I came back to Brazil, went to law school here. And uh, by the time I graduated, I was already working long hours at, corporate, at a corporate department of a, long t at a top tier firm. Um, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, then um, after, after some years of doing that, I moved on to a new challenge and became in-house counsel of a rather large asset management company in Rio. And it's there that I started having more exposure to the international market and practice. And that eventually led me to Harney's, where I am today. And I'm currently the managing directors for the Americas on the fiduciary, fiduciary arm of the business. That's quite a path. What a wonderful path. And first of all, let me just say, I'm totally jelly beans that you were raised in such beautiful areas of the world. Um, I too love sunshine and good weather. And, and uh, I, would, I would, that's just really great. You had the best of both worlds, professionally and personally. Yeah. I did. I was very lucky. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So um, you, you've done a lot Wow, you've done a lot. It's, it's been quite a career path. You've gotten both sides, you know, uh, the firm side, the in-house side. It's really great. And the fact that you're the managing director of such a large law firm, that's pretty impressive. Well, tell me what has been your proudest professional accomplishment? So Susan, if I may, um, I, I don't know if I can point out one, one particular one, but I would let, certainly like to share two of them if that's okay. Sure. Okay, so the first one I would say was, of course, with the help of my team, which we don't work, to, we don't work alone, as you know. I, so we've managed to successfully set up Harney's representative office in Brazil. Um, so we're essentially the only law firm in Brazil that have done so. And we have been up and running um, and growing, which I think is the important part for the past nine years now. So I'm extremely happy with that one. And uh, I would say that the second one is the current one, which, which is a particular big one for me, which was the re recent shift from a local role to a more global role when I now had the Americas and the fiduciary arm. So that was very exciting as well. Those are the two ones that I think I would point out. Very nice. Well, tell me a little bit about what your day-to-day -day is like in this new role. Like, tell me about the new role. 
So um, before, right, I was here in Brazil and um, as a Brazilian lawyer, it, it was a comfortable sort of scenario for me in which um, I'm used to this and um, have been with the team for nine years. So we have a great synergy and all of that. And then moving to come, going back to Miami, which is the funny part, having lived there and now life takes me back to Miami, which is super exciting because then things are familiar again, but it's now managing, you know, looking after the Brazil office, you know, the Montevideo office um, and, and, and the America as a whole and having to deal with the U.S. So my day-to-day -day is pretty hectic. We deal with a couple of different time zones, but I think it's a bigger exposure to me in, in looking at LATAM as a whole. And of course, you learn from different things, right? Different countries have different regulations. They have different regimes and experience that you might get elsewhere. Then you can replicate somewhere else. And it just gives you a more global view of, of, of the business, right? So, um, but it's something that I love to do. I don't know, it's, it's unfortunate that it's just, you know, it's great that it's a podcast, but I wish you could see how excited I am when I talk about um, <laughs> how I am with the business. But, but it's something that I love to do and I've been very appreciative to be given the chance to do this um, this past year. So I'm really excited. Well, your enthusiasm is uh, evident, even in audio only. I can tell <laughs> you're probably grinning from ear to ear. Um, I, I am, I am. It's pretty amazing. Um, well, first of all, you mentioned a global worldview, and I think more of us need a broader global worldview, um, especially in the United States. We need to open our minds and understand that we are not the beginning and the ending of all things. So. Um, I have lived around the world and in Europe included, uh, as well as um, in Hawaii, which is still the United States, but it's far away and the culture is quite different than on the mainland. Um, so I appreciate a global worldview. So that's really wonderful that you bring that to the table. And I think that all of your clients and your colleagues um, probably appreciate that very much. I do know it has challenges. The time zones are different. Um, you know, we, I'm over here in San Francisco right now while you're there. Um, so we had to work that out as well. You are fascinating. It's amazing that you've been all over. It, it seems like you've done a lot for, for someone, um, just period, done a lot, period. No qualifier, that's, you've just done a lot. That's great. Yeah, let, let's, keep, let's keep that part quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. So, um, folks, I can tell she's super enthusiastic and, um, this is not a video podcast. It's an audio only podcast, but you can feel it. Your enthusiasm is infectious. So let me ask you, who has been your, um, maybe an inspiration to you or a mentor or a sponsor along the way? Yeah, that, that's an easy one, Susan, because it was actually my first boss ever, right? It was a, name by, a lady by the name of Ophelia. Um, and we, we, in fact, keep in touch up until this day. And perhaps we don't talk as much as I would like to. But I mean, she's been, she's been, she, she's definitely my mentor and inspiration. So she was the supervising partner at the firm that I first started at, at and, and, and she was very thorough and she made sure that we knew the law, we knew how to apply the law, but she also made the time to make sure that we developed skills that I think have been fundamental to my profession up to this day. So, um, and it's, and it's it, it, interesting when I think of her because she was rigid but yet she was very kind and, and I, I cherish so much the time that we had together. Um, just to give you an example, if I may, yeah. um, she was very, very particular with drafting of documents and she would review word by word to an exhaustion 
but she did things that I could see that other bosses didn't do. So she made sure to take us to meetings and make sure that we would watch how she would behave and how she would address clients. So I remember I have, I have very, very uh, firm memories of, of how she interacted with us and, and she's indeed my inspiration. It sounds to me like she was quite the transformational leader and led by example, not just by telling you what to do, but actually showing you. That's amazing. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, I hope that she will um, benefit from, or at least, you know, hear this podcast after and, you know, she knows how you feel about her because that's really amazing. It's always nice to circle back and say thank you and, and let them know how much they, um, your mentors and your inspirational uh, sponsors and such let them know how much they mean to you and how they've impacted your life. So that's really nice of you to, to call her out on this um, podcast. So thank for you. Sure, for sure. <laughs> it clearly is um, along the lines of what I do with my business and how I live my life in lifting other women. Um, tell me what you think we can do, even if it's not big and complicated, um, it might be something small or it might be something big. How can we lift right. women and advise other women to support women in business? Um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll start by agreeing with you 100%. I think we need to do that and we need to pay attention to it. So I would say that, first of all, we need to make sure that women are in the workplace. So I would say the first one is hiring, right? Make sure that women are hired, right? Um, and I would also say that we need to make ourselves available as oftentimes we look too busy and might seem inaccessible to other women, right? Especially those who are struggling with their own insecurities in terms of maybe they're just starting a job or encountering difficulties in the workspace. So I think just, just looking around and making yourself available. And another thing which I can tell you from a Latin perspective that I don't see a lot is that I think, you know, mentoring programs are something that shouldn't be disregarded. And it was something, as I clearly pointed out here, you know, I had a mentor, I had an inspiration that has, you know, made a huge difference in my career. So I think that, you know, sharing your experiences and helping someone navigate their own path has a real value. So I would definitely say, you know, hiring, then making yourself accessible and, 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 and sharing experiences. I think those are the three, three things that speak very close to my heart. I love that. So the third one in particular is something that I hold in high regard um, because I think too often women, um, not that they're silent, I just think they're not heard. And there are reasons for that. So in my work, I do, I do three things. Two of them I do for a living. One I do for a giving. But it's always, always about giving a voice to women in business, um, making certain they tell their story. And you said something very important. Um, you, you talked about women who are insecure or afraid. I mean, look, all of us have that at some stage in life. And sometimes some of us have it all throughout life. So mm -hmm. I think when other women get up and tell their story and they're authentic and genuine and real about their story and own their story, it helps other women, not, you know, just my job, my title, my pay grade, I'm a C-suite. That's not as helpful. But when you talk about your vulnerabilities or the struggles you went through to get where you are, or maybe what you do outside of work as well as what you do at work, it helps people relate to you more. And it gives other women that boost or that um, sense of not being alone in that struggle or maybe a roadblock that you've overcome that women can say, hey, I'm going through that right now. She got through it. I will too. 
or maybe she'd be available for a comment, you know, if, if I could call her and ask her questions on the best approach to this struggle. Um, so I agree. All three of those points that you made are very powerful. Um, we will definitely, folks, put, put this in the blog when I write a blog about Pia after this podcast is over. We'll put those three points that she mentioned in there in case you uh, aren't jotting these things down, because that's very powerful what you said. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love your open, honest, and direct approach. It's very refreshing, and I'm all about that, all about authenticity on this show. What has been your biggest challenge, Pia, and how did you overcome it? So, Susan, um, this is, yeah, I think that, you know, unlike some people, I, I fortunately, I think I was, you know, I come from a really, really nice background and, and really, really supportive parents. So I was lucky enough to be brought up in a home where I was given tools and confidence to be what you call a woman in business, right? Yeah. Um, so... So um, um, I think that I, I, I personally have been very fortunate and, and the way I see this is, you know, that doesn't really apply to any, you know, to everyone else. So there are young women who haven't. So um, going back to your question about lifting each other up, um, I would say that I've, I've tried to give as much back to the community by sponsoring talents that perhaps don't have the means uh, to put themselves, be it to, through school or to a special course. So I think recognizing that I've been very fortunate has made me then want to give back more. So, and, 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 and it's not that I didn't have, you always have hiccups and little challenges along the way, but looking back at my career, I think that I've, you know, in life overall, I've been very fortunate. So for me, it's more about giving back. That is so beautiful. You know, some who have been very fortunate might just say, well, lucky me and move on but you have chosen to give back. And I think that you're, um, you know, lifting others as you yourself rise is so important and so meaningful. Um, that's really great that you're opening doors for other, other young women and other people who might um, not have been as fortunate as you. So that's really beautiful. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. Let me ask yeah. you this. Um, so folks, you know, I did not know Pia before this podcast and I hope to get to know her more and, better after. Um, I don't know much about her, so everything she says is a surprise to me, but can you tell us something that maybe the people who do know you would be surprised by as well? Okay, um, so um, I think um, a lot of people don't know that I actually studied to be a judge, so um, I applied for a special program that you have in Brazil in the specific state, so I applied for um, for one in the Rio de Janeiro state, which actually they open every year, they open a, a spot for 100 students. Um, it's a pro public program, so fully sponsored by government. You apply, and if you pass the exam, you get in. So I got in, and right after law school, which I went for five years, then I studied for three other years to become a judge. But wow. <laughs> yes, so at the end of the day, I then found back my passion for the private sector, but I would never disregard that experience because that one has given me uh, the structure to sit down for hours and study, has given me confidence, has given me, um, um, I think it's, it's, it's another thing that I, I, I didn't go into it expecting, 
but it just made me the way that I am able to concentrate now. And that was, that, that was really, really special to me. But that's also going to the professional route. So on a more personal side, I am a travel fanatic and I work to travel. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's on a personal note. So um, I, I plan my trips like years in advance. I never, wow. yes, I never, I try to never repeat a place. And, uh, and, and, and I really enjoy the process, not only the trip, but the planning part of the trip. So that's something that I love to do. Um, I went on a safari two weeks, two, two years ago, sorry. And, and followed by a vis uh, visit to the Mauritius and just recently to Turks and Caicos. So I think I would say those three, one are top of my list right now until I go on another trip. <laughs> wow. So I live to travel as well. Everything I do is for that. I mean, that's my greatest, well, I have a, a child, so um, let's not forget I'm paying college tuition, but <laughs> I do love global travel. That is so fascinating. I've never been on safari. I've never been to Turks and Caicos. Um, those are two things that are on my uh, bucket list, if you will. Um, so what a, what a great, wonderful life that you know, you, you, you know why you work. It's the freedom to do the things you love. You, not only are you helping people and giving back, but you're nurturing that global worldview that we talked about, the importance of learning how other people um, live and what they value and not believing that your way is the only way. I love that. That's amazing. Um, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, um, I will put this too in the blog, but for those who are only listening and not going to read the blog, tell them how they can reach you if they want to know more about you. Oh, of course. So um, I welcome any questions and really open to that. So I am on LinkedIn and on my um, Harney's email, which is uh, maria.bushi, B-U-C-H-I at harneys.com. And you may also find my information in Harney's website. So there you would have my full contact details and you can call me, contact me through that as well. Wonderful. And Harney's folks is H-A-R-N-E-Y-S, correct? Correct. It's so sorry for that. I've been ten, I've been almost ten years with Harney, so I tend to think everyone knows it. But yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. H a r n e y s dot com. Correct. 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 Okay. Good. Um, well, Pia, you're wonderful. And folks, if you're wondering why I call her Pia, that's her middle name, but she goes by Pia. So it's Maria Pia Bushi, not Bucci. Bushi, a soft sound. Um, so yeah, please do reach out, learn more about Maria Pia Bushi, uh, but call her Pia when you call her. <laughs> it's been so great having you here. Is there anything you want to share or talk about before we say our goodbyes? No, I think I just want to really thank you for the opportunity. I, I, I appreciate that you have opened this space for us. I appreciate that you have opened this space for other women. I think that we can do more by, by, you know, um, just being open and, and, and sharing our own experiences because, you know, we are, it doesn't matter if we are, we sit in different parts of the world, we, we, we relate to one another, right? So we have to lift each, each other up and, 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 and just make ourselves available. So I, I really, really thank you for the opportunity. Well, you're such a beautiful person inside and out. What a robust life you live and the fact that you give back so much makes me honored to now know you. So I look forward to getting to know you better 
And folks, we will tune in next time to meet another Wonder Woman in Business. Thank you so much, Pia. Have a good day, everyone. You too. Thank you. Bye.